Welcome to the Sporting Ones podcast series, uh, Premier League this midweek, as we've got some midweek fixtures to get to. Um, we'll go through the results of game week 27, but uh, we've got game week uh, 28 coming up on Wednesday morning and Thursday morning, so it's a bit of a um, quick turnaround uh, from game week 27 to 28, 29, basically three um, game weeks in the matter of seven to eight days, so really coming thick and fast at the moment, and uh, some massive results, massive injuries, and it's all happening at the moment. Um, so the Sporting Ones podcast series is bringing the Premier League to you. Um, game week twenty-seven results. So it started off as an early game week, and it was uh, West Ham and Fulham and Cardiff and Watford on the same night. Uh, Cardiff, who I backed in as a bit of an upset, um, thought I'd thought they'd give Watford a bit of a uh, run for their money, but um, wasn't to be. They got comprehensively beaten by Watford at five-one with a Delafeu hat trick. He was on fire uh, with Troy Deeney and uh, up front. They caused absolute havoc, and it was uh, literally all over before Cardiff even got on the score sheet and they lost 5-1. Fulham actually took the lead against West Ham uh, 1-0, but uh, West Ham hit back strongly and convincingly won 3-1, which means that Fulham are looking more and more likely to be facing the championship next season, uh, which is not what we predicted. Um, Back in our predictions at the start of the season, we thought Fulham would escape. Relegation, especially with their attacking prowess, but um, it just hasn't proved that way. The defensive frailties have been too much for them to overcome, and I think in a few short weeks, they'll even could be at the end of this week, we'll see they'll be like Huddersfield and they'll be resigned to relegation, which is a pity because uh, their fans waited a couple of years for them to come back up. And it moved on to uh, West Ham also... Uh, Looked like they got back to some winning ways, and uh, they were a bit of a lock of my, uh, the, for mine on uh, in the game week, and uh, they did uh, really, really well. But they've got a tough matchup this week, which we'll uh, get to in a minute. Uh, Burnley two-one winners over Spurs, uh, consolidating their recent form. Burnley and uh, very strong at home. Took the took the um, took the lead one nil. Tottenham got it back, but. Uh, Burnley were not to be um, not to be dismissed and ended up upsetting Spurs two one and really putting a dent in uh, Spurs' run for the title. Uh, they really needed to win that one and it makes it uh, difficult with the two tough matchups that Tottenham have to come this week. So Burnley did uh, very well and will be very confident in their fi- uh, in their away fixture uh, for this game week. Uh, Bournemouth and Wolves I had as one of the ones most likely to draw but I tell you what it wasn't for like a trying it was one all it was end to end Uh, King hit the bar he also missed a penalty that would have won them the game it was uh, action packed for a one all draw and uh, Wolves probably lucky to escape with a point in that one Uh, Newcastle and Huddersfield uh, that was 2-0 uh, Newcastle regulation win there, although it got made a lot easier on the 20-minute mark when Tommy Smith, uh, don't know what he was thinking. He went straight through new signing Miguel Almiron and uh, 
how he thought it wasn't a red card, I do not know, because it was X-rated. It was two feet in the air. It was always a red card, and Huddersfield reduced the tender from then on. Newcastle had it all their own way, winning 2-0. Leicester... Uh, Consigned manager Claude Peel to the unemployment line as they lost uh, 4-1 at home. And uh, it ended up that um, 48 hours after that, Claude Peel was sacked. Um, But it was really, really... It's a difficult game to ascertain because they had 27 shots, Leicester, to Crystal Palace's 7. But they ended up losing 4-1. So you just strange just couldn't convert um so that was all the uh, saturday matches burnley uh, uh burnley newcastle and crystal palace winners with bournemouth and wolves the draw moving on to the sunday games and it was uh the massive clash between man united and liverpool which i think most of the talking about talking points from the premier league uh come from uh man united could not believe what i was watching um First, it was Herrera came off on the 18-minute mark. He suffered what looked to be a uh, muscular leg injury. Then it was uh, Juan Marta who got uh, who got injured, and um, they brought on uh, Jesse Lingard as his replacement. And then Jesse Lingard himself, who was a bit iffy going into the game, also came off with a hamstring injury. So there was two two hamstrings and not sure on Herrera. And then on the same token, in the same half, in the first half, Liverpool lost Roberto Firmino to injury, to an ankle injury, and he had to be subbed off for uh, Daniel Sturridge. Add to that, Marcus Rashford got taken in a um, fairly um, tough tackle by um, Jordan Henderson, which resulted in the yellow card, but... Um, it wasn't any more than that, and uh, Rashford was uh, hobbling around for pretty much the 90 minutes because they had no other subs uh, that they could use. So it was a really, really strange game, injury riddled, that affected the rhythm of it. It ended up nil-nil, Liverpool probably had more possession, I wouldn't say they had the better chances though, uh, Man United probably had the better chances, and Alisson made an incredible save to keep... Um, Liverpool in the game, and probably a point is exactly what it deserved that game. Arsenal uh, got the job done early against Southampton, 2-0. Two goals in the first half to Lacazette and Mkhitaryan made it uh, a mere formality, pushing them back up into um, the top four, at least pushed them uh, closer to the top four as they had recently... uh, been ousted by Man United, but uh, it may have helped um, the cause with United getting a point. And yes, so Arsenal sitting just back in the four now by a point over United, and then to back to Chelsea. So in the other match of the day, it was Chelsea-Man City, which Man City ended up winning on penalties in the Carabao Cup final. So it was nil all, 4-3 on penalties, but the huge talking point is uh, world record goalkeeper Kepa uh, was injured. Um, Mauricio Sarri had uh, called for the sub for Willie uh, Caballero to come on, who is an ex-Man City player, so partly tactical as well as, um, as well as for injury. And he would have had inside information on Man City's players, especially when it came to penalties. 
and Kepa refused to come off and Chelsea proceeded to lose the tie. So that's a huge talking point. Kepa has been fine for that. And uh, it's just, it just creates more of a toxic atmosphere at Stamford Bridge and playing 120 minutes as well as that and losing just compounds that. So it's not looking good for Chelsea at the moment. It really isn't. And now they're back in sixth. Yes, they've got a game in hand, but they're three points behind. So it makes it uh, difficult for top four. And you get the feeling that uh, if Sarri doesn't get top four, that he could be on his way out after only one season. All right. So the big talking point, I guess, from that is obviously the injuries, the Kepa situation, and then the Claude Puyol sacking was, uh, I guess, the roundup from game week 27. And the likely replacement, it looks like Brendan Rodgers has quit tonight as Celtic boss. So he looks like he will be Leicester's new manager, which means they'll uh, definitely use their attacking prowess under Rodgers, having known how he plays firsthand. Hopefully, uh, Brendan Rodgers has learnt to uh, get some defensive aspects to his game plan. So we'll see about that, see what Leicester's like. Um, he obviously won't be there for this game, for this match, but he hopefully by the weekend he'll be installed and fully integrated. So Wednesday morning, the 6.15am games, uh, odds brought to you by Ladbrokes. 360 Cardiff at home to Everton, 210, 3.25 the draw. I'm usually quite strong on Cardiff, as we know, and I, their loss to Watford just makes me think their bubble has burst with the emotion of Emiliano Salah. They had two great wins on the back of that. I'm not sure how they're going to play. They, they have got another home game, though, in Everton. Up and down season, although the good thing is because of the game they played earlier against Man City in the double game week, they had a weekend off, so they'll be fresh. They might have been able to work a few things, and hopefully Marco Silva might have been able to turn them around a bit. So Everton might get, at the very least, a point out of this, but I reckon they could snatch a 2-1 win. So the next game on the list, Huddersfield and Wolves. Now, if I was Wolves, I'd be wanting absolute revenge for their 2-0 capitulation to Huddersfield earlier in the season at home. They're away this time. They are favourite again. They're $1.80, Huddersfield 480, 3.25 the draw. Got the feeling Wolves will think they got out of jail against Bournemouth. They won't be taking Huddersfield lightly. I'll back them in, but not to the extent that I have in the past. They've burnt me too many times, Wolves. But I feel that this time they'll make good and they will win this one convincingly, probably by a two- to three-goal margin. Leicester Brighton, well, with Puyo sacked, it's uh, going to be interesting to see what lineup they field, see if Jamie Vardy's back in the starting 11 for one. Uh, they start off favourite at $1.91. Their home form have, hasn't been that impressive of late. And uh, added to that, though, Brighton's form hasn't been uh, that great either. So it's going to be uh, this one's going to be an interesting one as well. But I'll back Leicester just because they're at home and because of the manager um, bounce back effect. And, and I can see Jamie Vardy being back amongst the goal scorers. So I'll back Leicester in the six thirty game is in Newcastle and Burnley at home. I've given this the bronze medal match. I like uh, Newcastle in this one at home. Their home form's good. They've got a strong defence. 
Solomon Rondon's in great form. Miguel Almiron's uh, started his first game. Now, very um, lively and energetic in his first game. Burnley, though, aren't without their chance, as I've said. Uh, Huge run of form at the moment. Beating Tottenham is no easy feat. So uh, they'll be up for it as well. A score draw could be... Could be on the cards with this one, but Newcastle two ten at home, three ten the draw, three seventy five Burnley away. Yeah, I'll, I'll back a draw in that one. So Thursday morning match, um, Arsenal at home to Bournemouth. I think they'll find Bournemouth a little bit more challenging than Southampton, but with Lacazette in ripping form. And Aubameyang probably set to come back in this one alongside him. I'd have to back Arsenal at home to continue their top four push. They're $1.44, the draw four sixty, Bournemouth seven. I just think it's a bridge too far for Bournemouth without Callum Wilson and David Brooks. Uh, although Jordan Ibe did look very impressive in his last match. Ryan Fraser's still uh, quite, uh, quite lively on the wings and still up there in the assists. So Bournemouth aren't without their chances. Uh, especially with Josh King uh, in uh, superlative form at the moment. But Arsenal at home, you just have to back them on the, in, in a game like this. So the bronze medal match, I wasn't too complimentary of Southampton just before, but uh, neither neither um, am I about their opponent, Fulham. So Southampton, $1.87, $3.50 the draw, Fulham $4. If Fulham want any chance of staying up, they have to take points and they have to take full points in this one. It's getting too late in the season for a uh, miracle recovery act from Claudio Ranieri. So they have to do something. They have to do it this game. Mitrovic, Babel, someone has to stand up. Vieto, Scherler. They've, they've got plenty of attacking talent. It's just their defence. So the defensive the aspects has to stand strong. I'm not sure it can. Southampton with Ward-Prowse, Redmond, uh, Charlie Austin back on the comeback trail. Uh, I like I like them at home. $1.87. Bronze medal game as well. Um, yeah, Southampton at home, probably by 2-1. So now to the 6.30 games. It's Liverpool and Watford. This has drifted out a bit given Firmino's injury a bit. So Liverpool are $1.30. The draw $5.25. Watford at $10. They were 17 by the way. And a bit of a danger game, especially after a big game like Man United and not going the way it uh, they would have liked Liverpool, especially given the injuries to Man United so early. You would have expected them to take advantage of that and get the win. It wasn't to be. So they'll be looking to retribution. And uh, Salah obviously has an amazing record against Watford, having slotted away uh, the lazy four last season in a 5-0 victory. So Liverpool have form in this one. I'd back Salah to score at home as well. He's had a good uh, scoring record at home this season, not so much away from home. Yeah, if Liverpool were to win the title, they have to win games like this and they have to win them well. So you'd think Liverpool win this by a two-goal margin. Chelsea Spurs, the gold medal match of the week. Now, Chelsea are favourite at 220. I know because it's at Stamford Bridge, that would be why. Uh, And they've got a good recent record against Tottenham. But Tottenham at 310, jeez, they are such a good bet for that. And uh, the draw 340. 
Chelsea having played 120 minutes, all their big guns having played 120 minutes on Sunday night, early Monday mornings, so, uh, should I say, doesn't give them much turnaround, plus the compounding fact that they lost the final in such a way with such toxic circumstances. With Harry Kane fit and fresh after a full match against Burnley, uh, and he scored on his comeback as well. He has a habit of going on a bit of a run after coming back from injury. You'd have to think Spurs are a big chance for a win at Stamford Bridge and get them get their title uh, bid back on track. So definitely uh, looking at uh, Tottenham here, I think they can cause the upset. In fact, I, can, I think they can win it by about two goals. That's how confident I am, which will probably come back to bite me. But Tottenham, the good bet here. So Man City and West Ham. Again, another match I thought was a mere formality going back, a bit like Liverpool and Watford, going back three days ago. Now, uh, not so much. West Ham could pose a bit of a problem to Man City, especially after the cup final. They lost Fernandinho, who we know is a massive key to Man City in the way they play. Just breaks up attacks. He's very much Claude Makélélé-like, Michael Essien-like. Um, even N'Golo Kante when he played in the right position, just breaks up attacks, makes tackles at the right time, spread the, spreads the um, play out well when he's got it, can score the long-distance rocket. So they're going to miss him for a few weeks. That could be damaging to their title bid. As well as that, Americ Americ Laporte. I'll say that properly, Americ Laporte. Uh, he is also missing through injury from the same match, and he'll be missing a couple of weeks. And he's been a stalwart of their defence, be it in centre-back or left-back. And again, you just wonder, with 120 minutes to Sterling, Aguero, Bernardo Silva, add to the fact of those injuries, you just never know. And they have dropped the weirdest of games at home against Crystal Palace. West Ham aren't without a shot. They're still $19 if you want to take a punt. On that, which a uh, fiver is even worth a crack on that. 7.50 the draw, and Man City are $1.15. They've still got enough quality Man City to cover in reserve, and especially against a side like West Ham, but they're not without a chance, West Ham. Good form, getting some players back. Ornatovic on the pitch always gives you a chance. Filippi Anderson can run at them, um, can cause problems. And let's not mistake, and they're still without Mendy as well. So the defence is going to be struggling to field four top-line players. So I'd back that uh, West Ham can give them a run. Man City might just have enough. I'm going to be bold. I'll tip a draw on that one. And to the last game, which again, I thought a mere formality a couple of days ago, Man United at... Uh, well, they were $1.91, but on the back of all the injuries now, they're two twenty-five. So they're missing now. Uh, Manich and uh, Nemanja Manich and Anthony Marshall were ruled out before the Liverpool game. Add to that, they've lost Ander Herrera, Juan Marta, Jesse Lingard, and Marcus Rashford is a huge doubt. So that's six top-line players. They're going to have to bring in a couple of youngsters. Plus, the likes of Sanchez and Lukaku will get their chance. But it's more the midfield where they're going to be missing, yeah, I guess their usual. Like they've still got Pogba and they'll have Pereira come in. But they're going to miss their usual spark and their usual uh, triumphant, uh, triumph, uh, 
the usual triangle of Pogba, Herrera, Matic all together who have been playing on this incredible run that Man United have had. So they're 225, 3.30 the draw. Crystal Palace at home, what I've dubbed the silver medal game. $3.10 in good form, having been dispatched Leicester 4-1. Zaha amongst the goals. Uh, Mishi Batshuayi, uh, the ex-Chelsea striker, amongst the goals for Crystal Palace as well. So they've got quality up front now, Crystal Palace, and they're going to cause this Man United uh, side some real problems. And again, there's, there's a possibility of an upset in this one, which would really hurt uh, Man United's top four hopes after they've done so well to get back to that top four. So interesting, interesting match, hence why I've put it as a silver medal. So running through it, the locks, uh, Liverpool and Man City, although I'm not that confident on that anymore, probably add Arsenal to those locks. Uh, the upset, as I've said, Tottenham, uh, Crystal Palace, and Cardiff would be a bit of an upset, even though at home. Your best values, uh, Southampton at $1.87 and Leicester at $1.91. You're most likely to draw, though, I've got a couple of games because... It could, uh, it could be that type of round. Newcastle-Burnley could draw. Leicester, uh, Leicester and Brighton could definitely draw. Huddersfield-Wolves, if Huddersfield uh, have one of those games where they're on, uh, they could uh, easily give Wolves some problems, as we've seen early in the season. And Southampton-Fulham, even though I've got Southampton a lock, Fulham need points, so that could even be a draw. So those, that's where we stand. And uh, it's going to be an interesting game week 28 midweek. And midweek games cause some absolute chaos, uh, usually. So we'll be looking forward to that. Um, make sure you uh, follow the Sporting One on uh, Instagram at the Sporting One or on a Facebook page, uh, the Sporting One. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, speaking to you in the next uh, podcast of the Sporting One's podcast series. And uh, we'll look at uh, game week twenty nine in the Premier League. And uh, there should be some other podcasts to come as well. So we'll speak to you then.